The Pitch Sider. Pitch side for every game. Hello and welcome back to the Pitch Sider podcast. I am back after a week's holiday, um, which was really nice, refreshed, and now looking forward to the week to come. Coming up this week, we have Champions League, the Premier League, and La Liga. Yes, start with the news this week. And there is news coming out of Chelsea camp that Rhys James is to miss the World Cup after getting an injury in the last game for Chelsea versus Wolves. He has been confirmed with a knee injury and looks to be out for eight weeks, which will take him out of the World Cup squad for England, which is a big blow for England as it's been previously recorded by Southgate that he is probably likely to be number one and probably was likely to be the starting right back for for the World Cup. Um, that leaves us a little bit short at right back um, with Trent just coming back from injury, whether he'll be fit. I know with Trent, he played two minutes or so of in the Liverpool Man City game, but it looks like he might be fit, but time will tell. But it looks like probably Trippier will be our starting right back for England after Carl Walker is also being confirmed to be out of the World Cup. Not looking good for England when we had all of these impressive right backs and now they're all missing. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Nuno Santos, the former Wolves and Spurs manager, is in line and is in talks with Wolves to re-sign as their manager. He had an impressive run with them last time, getting them promoted to the Premier League um, and then wanted time elsewhere and lasted about 10 games at Spurs before was getting a sack and I believe he's been unemployed ever since but it's likely that he could be the favourite to return to Wolves and let's hope he has success with them as Wolves have looked a little bit disheartened this summer this window looked a little disheartened so far this season we will see. Um, there's still other candidates that are in line, um, but we'll keep you updated with this story on the pitch side on our Instagram or on the podcast, whatever does come. But it's definitely currently 17th in the Premier League, so Nunes will have a bit of a job on his hands um, in a relegation battle currently. But we're still early on in the season, so he's still got a lot of time to turn this around. One other news story that we will touch on currently is the Mbappe transfer. As many of you probably know, Mbappe is likely was likely to leave PSG last summer after but he did get a bump contract and we have mentioned it on the podcast before. But there is now sparking rumors that he wants to leave as his contract isn't being fulfilled by PSG. Whether he will go to maybe Real Madrid um, in January or whether he will wait till next summer. Time will tell. Um, there's also links to him being to the Premier League um, with possibly Liverpool, City, 
maybe Chelsea interested in the signing. Um, be interesting to see how he would do in the Premier League. Um, I'm very up for seeing how he would fit into different teams, um, especially City, who has said they can afford him. But they have Haaland um, and they have a number of other players like Foden and Grealish. Whether he will be able to fit into that City lineup, time will tell. But if you aren't a City fan and they do sign him, what what can you do? Two of the greatest young talents in football playing together. It would be magical to see, but frightening for any defence. But yeah, he... He is in talks about he is in talks about um, buying out his contract in January, but I doubt this. I highly doubt this. Um, and he has come out today, uh, Monday the seventeenth, to confirm that he is happy at PSG and he would like to stay. But whether this is something he is just saying for the time being, I am not sure. But it's something that we will definitely be keeping a close eye on and it'd be exciting to see where he goes, whether he does stay at PSG. I can't see him staying at PSG for his full career. Um, he is an incredibly talented football player, but whether he would be line, in line to go somewhere like, like Spain or England or even Germany, it would be good to see him in a different league. It's always good to see these good players go around playing different leagues to show that they can do it in other leagues like Ronaldo. Um, Messi obviously is now in Paris, but he did have a shaky start in his first season. He seems to hit really good form at the moment with Neymar, but it will be interesting to see where he is likely to end up. Let us know in the comment section where you reckon he will end up whether this will be at PSG or Real Madrid or somewhere else. And where would you like to see him play? But let's get to some of the football that's happened. So we've had the fourth round of the Champions League this week. I will quickly go over the scores. So on Tuesday, uh, from Group E, we had Dynamo Zagreb against... RB Salzburg ended 1-0. Chelsea got the done the double over Milan, winning 2-0 at the San Siro. From Group F, RB Leipzig beat Celtic 2-0. And Shakhtar Donetsk and Real Madrid drew 1-0. Man City and Copenhagen drew 0-0 after Man City have put out a weaker squad. I believe Real Madrid and Man City are both through and both safe. They're the first two teams into the knockout stages of the Champions League. From Group H, Maka Hafin, excuse the pronunciation, the Israeli team beat Juventus 2-0 in a shock. PSG and Benfica drew 1-0. From the Wednesday, Napoli played Ajax from Group A and it ended 4-2. Liverpool got a 7-1 victory over Rangers. From Group B, Atletico Madrid beat Club Bragas 0-0. And Porto beat Bayer Leverkusen 3-0. Barcelona and Inter Milan drew 3-0 from Group C. 
mate, Barcelona are in a bit of trouble. Um, they could be dropping down into the Europa League for the second year in a row. Victoria Polansk and Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich won 2-4-2 in that. Group B, Marseille beat Sporting Lisbon 2-0. And Tottenham beat Frankfurt 3-2. Big results from big teams. Um, especially, I will start with Chelsea. They beat Milan um, 2-0. And the result in the other game has confirmed Chelsea are now currently top by one point in their group um, after turning around after the last two games. Impressive by Graham Potter's men. And it will be see if they can get the top. But it looks a really close group with all the teams very close. So Chelsea have seven points. RB Salzburg have six. Ace Milan and Dynamo Zagreb both have four. So it's still anyone's to play for. Um, you would have to give Salzburg and Chelsea both likely to get through, but I wouldn't rule out AC Milan. The only bad news for AC Milan is with, Rich, with Tomori getting a red card, it is likely that he will be suspended for that game. So it could impact on their chances of getting through um, and maybe be relegated to the... Europa League. But Liverpool got a good result against Rangers uh, with their 7-1 victory. Uh, it was interesting. It was good to see Liverpool starting to pick up form. Firmino got two. Salah got a hat-trick. Harvey Elliott and Nunez both getting goals as well. Um, Jota getting a hat-trick of assists. But you, you do have to think poor Rangers getting a 7-1 defeat after the heroics of last season um, and their fortress from home. Uh, it's been completely destroyed by Liverpool, um, but it's something they can hopefully bounce back from. This does leave Rangers bottom of the group with nil points. Um, Napoli and Liverpool both have 12 12 for Napoli and 9 for Liverpool. You would be think these are favourites to go through in Group A with Ajax and Rangers dropping down. Uh, in Group B, Club Bruges and Porto. So Club Bruges have 10, Porto have 6. But Athletic Madrid, you would never rule them out. Um, they have a fantastic squad. So And especially now they've signed Greensman, they'll be able to play him more um, after he's been a fantastic player for them. But Bayer Leverkusen look to be the team that definitely will drop out of this group. Uh, group C, Bayern Munich have 12 points. Inter Milan have seven. Barcelona really struggle with four points from four games. It will likely be they will drop down, especially if Inter Milan get a victory. Um, they can't beat them and Barcelona will drop down. Tottenham top their group with seven points. Marseille have six, but Sporting also have six and Frankfurt have four. So again, this is anyone's to play for. Um, in Group E, I've already mentioned. Uh, in Group F, Real Madrid and R are ten points. RB Leipzig have six, and Shakhtar Donetsk have five. So they still have a chance to get through, but it looks like Celtic will be dropping out. Um, this is disappointing for both Scottish teams after celebrating that they were in 
the competition and we're hoping that they could get out of this stage but it's good to see them both there and hopefully they can go on and do well in the Europa League and in group G Man City have 10 points and Borussia Dortmund have seven Uh, it looks like these would be the two the teams to go through but Seville and Copenhagen both have two points so doing a quick bit of quick maths I believe they if they win both their games in hand the last two games Seville could possibly go through but Teams like City and Dortmund are very unlikely to drop points at this stage. PSG and Benfica both have eight points. Um, Juventus look to be struggling a little in their group, in Group H. It's likely that they will drop down. So it'll be interesting to see Europa with especially Barcelona and Juventus, two big teams who expect to go far in the Champions League, dropping down to this competition. So it could be... Could be make the Europa League a lot more interesting um, especially when you've got teams like Arsenal and United both in that competition Um, it can make it a very watchable competition um, and definitely something we'll be following later on in this season quickly run through some of the Europa League and just point out some of the highlights so Arsenal beat Bobo Glimpf 1-0 and this puts Arsenal Top of their group with nine points, so they've got three win from three. So it's very likely that they will be progressing to late latter stages of this competition. Um, elsewhere from the other English team is United. They beat on a Nakazar. Sorry for the pronunciation again. Um, one nil. Um, this does put them second in their group um, with nine points. Real Sociedad have twelve on that point but you would predict that Man United and Real Sociedad will both go through this would knock out Sheriff the last year's Champions League wonders but yeah you would expect United to qualify from this group and go on to the round of 32 and the English team from the Europa Conference League is West Ham they got a victory against Anderlecht, Belgium, the uh, Belgium team, they won 2-1 in this. And this also puts them top of the group after getting four wins of four. So it'd be interesting to see whether this is a competition they can go on and win. Um, it'd be good for West Ham. West Ham have come close, especially last season in Europa League. It'd be interesting to see how far they can get in this competition. Um, it looks like they probably will likely go through. But yeah, it will definitely be interesting right let's move on to so we've had a round of fixes in the Premier League this week um, I'll quickly go through the scores so Brentford beat Brighton 2-0 on the Saturday Leicester and Crystal Palace drew 0-0 Fulham drew against Bournemouth 2-0 Wolverhampton beat Nottingham Forest 1-0 Tottenham beat Everton 2-0. And on Sunday, we had Chelsea beat Villa 2-0. Arsenal got a 1-0 victory over Leeds. Manchester United, Newcastle drew 0-0. Southampton, West Ham drew 1-0. And the big result was Liverpool versus City. Liverpool won this 1-0. So 
this is big upset for Man City. Um, they expected to go and beat Liverpool, but you never rule out Liverpool. They have a very good squad with very good players. Um, and Salah scored a wonder goal to move Liverpool up the table to eighth um, with a game in hand. Um, but Arsenal were very pleased with this result as it makes a four gap point clear at the top of the table. So Arsenal fans will be massively happy with this. Arsenal grinded out a 1-0 victory over Leeds. Leeds were very dominant in this game um, and they seemed to be pushing for a winner. Uh, or Leeds were trying to push to make it a draw, but it's very, very difficult for to break Arsenal down currently in their current form. But can Arsenal go all the way? Time will tell. Um, it'd be interesting to see how far they can go. Um, but Man City drawing against, losing to Liverpool. Liverpool seem to be their bogey team this season. Um, they lost in the Community Shield to them very heavily. Um, and yeah, Van Dijk marshalled Haaland very well in this game. And it was... City just didn't seem to get running. They they were just frustrated and yeah, I in this game I believe there was some bad sort of decisions and also there was bad decisions in the West Ham game with with David Moyes making a comment about the referees being blind and, and should go to Specsavers, but it's a it's it's hard. It's hard. You have to see it from the referee's point of view sometimes, um, and it's hard to make these decisions. But they have these video referees, video VAR, and they should be held accountable. However, at this Liverpool versus City game, there has been some bad press, bad, not bad, at this Liverpool-Man City game, there's been some disrespect from the fans. So apparently there was Liverpool fans throwing coins at Pep and there were City fans singing about stadium disasters. Um, as we've mentioned before on this podcast, it's not something we condone and it's not very nice for people who just want to watch the game. Um, it's taken all of the light from this game Um it's meant to be one of the massive games of the season. These two teams, two top teams playing each other. And it's likely that this this frustrates me as a football fan. It's something that I don't want to see in the game. We go to watch football, we go to enjoy football. Fans are allowed to sing, but they should be singing about players and the good times shouldn't be singing about stadium disasters. It's very sad to see, especially what's happened recently in other countries. It's very disrespectful. But let's move on. Um, let's not let this have the limelight. Aston Villa, um, the Chelsea-Aston Villa game was... It looked very, very good for Chelsea, but Kepa was an absolute rock in goal with making saves, ridiculous saves. Um, if you have a look on some of the social medias, especially on Chelsea's, you'll see some of the saves he made if you haven't watched the game. Or go and watch the highlights on YouTube. It'll be 
you can go and watch it after listening to this podcast. It's a but Villa Villa fight fought very well and right up to the 60th minute they were right in the game. Um, they probably should have scored, but some some god mode from Kepa kept them from not doing it. Um, as soon as the second goal went in, killed off the game, and Chelsea cruised to victory. And um, this is, I think, Potter is currently undefeated, and this is fourth clean sheet Chelsea have kept in a row, which is a dramatic improvement from what they started at the beginning of the season. Um, and they're starting to rise up the table, and now fourth in the table. Um, I'll quickly just run through some of the positions, um, especially some of the key positions. So Arsenal are currently top with 27 points. City are 23, joint with Tottenham, only above them on goal difference. Chelsea, with a game in hand, have 19 points in fourth. And your Europa League positions are Man City with 16 and Newcastle with 15. And the Conference League is currently held by Brighton with 4-0. Big teams to point out is Liverpool are in eighth currently. Of a game in hand with 13 points. Um, West Ham have fallen a little. Um, currently down in 12th with 11 points. Um, in the relegation battle, Forest currently sat bottom with 5 points. Joint with Leicester. Um, only Leicester are in 19th on goal difference. And Southampton are on 8. Wolves are on 9. And Villa also on 9 with Leeds in 15th on 9, but the game in hand. It's still early days. There's still 20-odd games to go. So this table is... We're only probably just over a quarter of the way through the season. Um, but it's shaping up nicely. Um, Arsenal currently would be happy with their position. Um, whether they will bottle it or not, it's up to them. But it, you're going their way right now. Um, and it'd be interesting to see how Forrest go. Whether Steve Cooper, after signing his new contract, can take them back up the table, can save them from going back down into championship. But it'll be interesting to see. The next league we want to highlight and the other league we will be watch, be highlighting this week is the League La Liga. So just to pick out some of the more the games that have happened this weekend. Obviously, the biggest game is the El Clasico with Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Real Madrid won this 3-1. Atletico Madrid beat Atletico Bilbao 1-0. But yeah, the biggest game this weekend, um, probably all weekend from all leagues, is El Clasico. It's always a fierce rivalry, always a good watch. Um, especially with the teams that both Real Madrid and Barcelona have. it's It was also very tight before it went into this game. And Real Madrid obviously won this game, as I've mentioned, um, beat Barcelona in the 250th El Clasico. Um, they now go three points clear at the top of La Liga. Um Obviously, getting the goals are Benzema, Valverde, and Rodrigo, um, with Torres getting a goal for Barcelona as a consolation. 
it was a very good watch. Um, Barcelona were more of a sort of dominant side with 57% possession over Real Madrid's 43. Um, and they had a lot more shots, but obviously Real Madrid are Real Madrid and they are the more clinical side. Um, but yeah, it, it was a very good watch. And if you haven't gone watch, have you? If you haven't watched it, go and watch the highlights on YouTube. It was it was great. Um, but yeah, it was good to see Benzema back in action, um, back to scoring, um, looking good for the World Cup. And it's always good to see two of the best players in the world, Lewandowski and Benzema, both fight it out. Um, but obviously Benzema won this battle, but whether Lewandowski can come back later in the season, time will tell. Um, but yeah, yes, just quickly go through some of the key positions. Real Madrid obviously are top. Um, they remove Barcelona from the top to go second. And in first we have Atletico Madrid. So yeah, um, that pretty much wraps up some of... That pretty much wraps up La Liga and all the football for this week. Um, yeah. So now it is time for me to pick my player of the week. And I think I probably this is a little bit biased, but I believe Mason Mount deserves deserves it. He had a good showing in the Atletico Madrid Champions League game. Um, didn't get a goal, but played very, very well. And also, he got two goals at the weekend. Um, and, yeah, he looks to be a new man, um, as I believe Mika Richard put it. He is a new man under Graham Potter, and it's good to see him flying. And also, as an England fan, it's very good to see him pick up form. Only four weeks leading up to the World Cup. So Mason Mount is the pitch rider player of the week. So congratulations. Yet, just give you a quick update of what's happening around the pitch rider. So as it is coming up to the World Cup, um, we will start our World Cup build-up from next week. So over the next four weeks, we will be taking you through each group so next week we'll be starting with Group A and B and we'll be doing a little segment on the podcast to let you know what we think of each team, of each group, who's going to progress, how far we reckon they're going to progress. Um, and yeah, and alongside this, um, the Pitch Rider will be releasing eight articles, one for each group, and give you a bit of a detail into how we think um, if you don't want to listen to the podcast, you can read them or you can read them in both. It will be interesting to see if our predictions can come true. Um, but yeah, and we will also, well, obviously we'll be covering the World Cup on the podcast around the pitch side. So keep out, keep an eye out and follow us on our socials. Follow the podcast as there will probably more be more likely more episodes around this to try and keep you informed as the world cup moves fast it's only a month and we'll be there and then after a month it'll be over um, and we'll be back to regular fixtures and that about wraps up 
the podcast. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for joining me. Um, look forward to seeing you next week. Um, hope you have nice weeks and goodbye. For all the latest news, transfers and football articles, check out thepitchsider.com. It's the place to be. Contact us on our socials. Instagram and Twitter is at thepitchsider or via email is thepitchsider at hotmail.com.